The following episode of Pro Wrestling Illustrated originated from a live broadcast. It is presented in its full, original, unedited format, and as such, contains some language which may be objectionable to younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome to Monday Night Manders on <laughs> Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I am one of your hosts, PWI editor in chief Kevin McElveney. With me here, as always, the Good Witch, the Divine Darling, the Conduit of Karma, the fourth nickname I will never ever remember, Kaya McKenna. Kaya, how's it going? Pretty great. How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. And our guest today, the titular of Monday Night Manders. Yeah. What? The one called Manders. Manders, welcome to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's we're very excited. There's a lot we can talk about. You know, you're a very busy man in the world of pro wrestling, and a really like shining example of what's great about independent wrestling right now. For anyone who's not familiar with you yet, or who may be less familiar, could you talk a little bit about yourself and and you know what you have been bringing to the table as of late? Oh shit. Um <laughs> put me on the spot. Uh I'm a I don't know. A what's your what's your cowboy? All right. I was gonna uh, ask Zodiac sign. I, I you know, but wrong direction. <laughs> Scorpio for those that wanna know. Uh, uh, Scorpio oh. season. There you go. Um nah, just a blue collar, hardworking indie wrestler traveling the roads. Uh, I always say hit another highway, another town. Um Yep. All that good stuff. Yeah. I believe Remember it's called SGD, One Call Manders, Boss of the Plains. All that good Sounds stuff. like you're all over the place, like horse shit on the trail, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's jump into some of this. Kai, I, th I think you. Yeah, so clearly you've been all over the roads, more so than ever before in this past year. You've always been someone who's been a grinder a go-getter getting after it with a hustle what are some of your biggest accomplishments from this past year <sighs> yeah 2023 has been a i'd say it's been a pretty good year for me i uh i was actually looking this up the other day um i think i wrestled in the most like i've wrestled in more promotions than i ever have before and it was like 35 i counted some somewhere around there maybe a little more maybe a little less but anywhere in between there um, one of the cool things I think, uh, was, uh, shoot, man, when the 2023 SCI, Scenic Invitational, for those that don't know what that is, it's a tournament in the Southeast and Chattanooga, they call it the Scenic City. And, uh, yeah, getting to win that tournament. Um, I've been in it like three times, I think, and third time's the charm, I guess. And, uh, winning that was pretty sweet. So that's one that comes to mind. There's been, there's, there's more things too, like. We just won the MLW Tag Championships uh, last week, me and Matt Justice, and uh, that's pretty sick. There's some, there's been some good stuff this year for sure. And you've been like all over the, like again, all over the place. Like MLW runs Philly a lot, but SCI's down yeah. in Tennessee. I've yeah. seen you out on the West Coast, um, in the Midwest, like every territory, right? I think we have yeah. territory again. Can we say that? Are we back to the? Yeah, territory? I know, right? That's the that's the beauty of it. I think is. Uh, 
it's the same. I always believe this, and we've probably talked about this a bunch when we were at Black and Brave. Um, like territories, like like indie wrestling is like the new lingo for it. I feel like, mm-hmm. and uh, you got a bunch everywhere, and like IWTV has helped that a lot. I feel like where you kind of get that old feel of the territories. So you got like H two O. Uh, St. which is in which is in the South Jersey area, Philly area, and then you got like Beyond, which is up in the Northeast, and then you got Limitless, which is in Maine, and then you got St. Louis Anarchy, and then you got Action and and TWE in the South, and then you got West Coast for West Coast Pro, Prestige, which is like the Pacific Northwest, and then you know you got Freelance, which is in Chicago area, and you know there's a bunch of names. There's so many. There's too many, uh, which is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Uh, and then you got like C4, which is you know, in, in Ottawa and Canada and all that good stuff. And you got, yeah, so you got, you got a bunch everywhere. So it's kind of sick. Well, you mentioned one that was interesting to me, and that was um, down in the Southern territories there, Action. It seems like you have some business to attend to down there. In yeah, the- I think, I think <laughs> you like, I always think manifesting is a good thing and uh, winning the mm-hmm. SCI kind of makes you wonder if uh there's some qualifications you get after winning that or some things you could win and uh action the action championship is one of them and uh i said it when i was there we did this uh cool bar show um which which was like like tyro georgia is like a is like a sick venue that they wrestle in but like the venue that we wrestled in uh i think it was fayville georgia it was like rowdy which is, which is right up my I'm alley, sick. and uh, <laughs> I said after I won those uh, the scramble that I did, um, twenty twenty four. Whoever wins the uh, match uh, on December eighth for action, it's uh, was it cruel priest and um, good old MOW buddy Alex Kane. Uh, whoever wins that, um, best believe I'll be the first person to congratulate them. I guess. So, battle lines have been drawn. Battle lines have been drawn. I said, I said, in a, I said it in a promo when I after the scramble, and then I like to remind people on social media because that's one of the other things you got to do as an independent wrestler. You got to, you know, use your social media. So, as so much as I'd rather not, but <laughs> it's kind of how it is. Name I didn't game. have a Twitter until you told me to get one. Honestly, oh, I, I'm sure Rollins said something too. He was the first one that told me that. Who was? Rollins was. Oh yeah. Boy, and Mary Brave, I guess. They both did. Like uh I remember we did this was this was before before you uh we used to do these things where like after you train or whatever you would like Rollins would let you out to eat, but <laughs> they don't do that no more. But uh and one of the things, made that hard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> one of the things uh was uh like Merrick walked like down the line wondering if we all had Twitter and I didn't have a Twitter and he was like, you should probably get a Twitter. And then, then you know, we opened a whole rabbit hole for everybody. So here you go. So, I mean, one other thing to talk about, cause listening to a lot of Indies and this is an indie wrestling focused show. Uh, there's a company that certainly has a lot of overlap with the independents and that's major league wrestling. So first of all, congratulations winning the world tag team championship there. Yeah. That's it was pretty cool. A couple weekends back, I, w- I was there for the show. It was, it was you were, yes, yeah, you were. Yeah. yep, yeah. So it was. I mean, that's been a new 
environment for you to go and compete in to, to yeah. show off what you can do. Um, but, you know, at the same time, taking this very well established, I want to say polished, that's the wrong word, but like this very popular independent attraction and second gear crew, taking it there, you know, bring it really on the t TV for the first time, bring in yeah. this new environment, feuding with some familiar people, but also a lot of new faces. How's that experience been for you? And, and you know, what kind of challenges has that presented even? Um, as much guff as they get, right? There's no secret to that. As much guff as they get, um, it's been pretty great there, to be honest. Uh, I think I started in February, I think. I think it was February mm -hmm. this year. Me and Justice both started at the same time. Um, and being there is pretty sick. I never ever wrestled in the ECW arena or the 2300 arena, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, like, doing that is is a cool bucket list. Like, mm -hmm. uh, especially for – I speak for him. Especially for Justice, right? He's such a huge ECW fan, you know, as a kid. And uh, I was more of a WWF, WCW guy when I was a kid, but, like, you know, I knew what ECW was and everything, and I, I, it's it's pretty sweet. Like as a wrestler to to wrestle in that arena, but then you know, like I did I didn't know like going in what it was going to be like because you hear like some horror stories and stuff, just like anywhere you go. Oh sure. And, but I'll you know I they've court and all those guys have been treating us pretty well and it's pretty great. And then it also helps when you got your buddies with you, right? So help having Mance and. uh you know, Mance has been there for a while and then like, you know, having justice with you too. And then you see some, you know, familiar faces, right? Like they just got Josh Bishop and he's one of our boys and mm -hmm. um, it's been, it's been pretty sweet. It's been pretty cool. And I'm, you know, happy for it and grateful for it, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because Kevin and I were just talking the other day about how you don't see a lot of factions on the independence or at least not as prominently not featured. Really. No. Yeah, it was on WWE. And like, how do you think being a part of SGC has helped your career or helped make you different and make you stand out on the indies, which are like so overcrowded these days? It's, it's, um, it's funny. Like we were all like buddies on the road. We weren't really buddies on like camera or like a TV or like a stream or whatever. Like we never brought it out mm -hmm. on like actual shows. Everybody just knew at, on the, you know, the after party, all of us were hanging out, right? Or like, mm -hmm. or even during the show or whatever before, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's like so natural, I guess, or organic, because like we're all buddies, you know? So like it's, you know, it makes it like easier for you when you're on, when you're, when you're out there wrestling. So mm -hmm. when you got like your, your good, you know, your good, your good friends, your good pals and all that stuff, it, it helps. And then, uh, for me, at least, I was always like the, well, compared to them, I'm like the young guy, right? So, like, I learned a lot of, like, you know, people that have been wrestling 10 plus years, right? Like, guys like Justice, and I think Mance is about 10 now. And mm -hmm. it's like, there was a lot of, like, bumps in the road for me, like, you know, you, as you're trying to learn as a young wrestler and, like, getting guidance from them. And Eddie Kingston, too, like, Eddie, Eddie's one of the, we always call Eddie Kingston our uh, godfather because he's kind of the guy that kind of started the group. And uh, just like being around those guys, you know, you always want to be with people or around people that are better than you. I always think that because, uh, like, you're either getting better or worse, right? There's no, like, in the middle for me. This is That's what I believe, at least. And, like, 
during those like because like we kind of started it really like when the like like right at the end of 2019 and like into the pandemic so like like coming up as a young wrestler it was like just you know just learn like the little things of like how to do tag moves how to do how to set up for tag stuff or like where, where to position yourself like all those like little things that like you don't think of as a singles wrestler so like it's elevated me in in the sport of wrestling of like to know that other um end of the end of the sport so it's been it's been cool it's been helpful it's awesome and for as similar as you guys can be at times you all have very different approaches to your styles in the ring so you're working oh, with yeah. like this huge dynamic of styles it's not just like one thing you got all the bases covered yeah yeah um i guess i'm more of a ground and pound kind of guy right like and then mance is too but mance knows how to like uh i don't know how to say it like like do like this like the little things like the like the um momentums and like the uh taking it slow letting this sink in right and then like justice is like you know he's like you know, he's very aerial but he's also a ground and pound guy too but like he's like taught me how to use weapons a certain way and, and not to hurt people and like you know it's it's all like a revolving wheel spinning wheel all combined together to do one thing and that's beat people up and hit the pay window and then when gold and then drink some beer at the end of the night, right? So that's <laughs> we're all here is to win fights. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. win, I'm trying yes. to feed my family. <laughs> yes, right. So yeah, at the end of the day, that's still what it's all about. I always like to hear that. Um, I know Kyle really wanted to get into the environment where you're talking to us from, and I think we should do that. But just gotta ask because we're talking about like such a broad scope here between MLW and all the indie promotions that you've hit, all the ones that you're still looking to hit, who out there have you not locked up with yet or maybe haven't locked up with in a long time that you want to get in the ring mix it up with? I know it's, yeah. I know it's such a, I know, I know it's but people always want to know. I used to, when I was like younger in, in the wrestling, I used to like have those lists, right? You have those lists of people yeah. and stuff and I've checked those boxes, but also like, stopped caring because it doesn't really matter because as long as I'm in the squared circle and I'm going to whoop some ass and, you know, win and uh, get some money at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I had to think of people, um, I think, I mean, Eddie Kingston's one, right? Like that was supposed to happen actually like uh, 2019. Um, so there's a match at AIW. It was me versus Gage. Right. And that was one of the craziest matches I've ever been in. And also like just just him. Right. Like his presence and like the gongs hitting. Right. It was crazy. Uh, actually, that show, I think it was I think it was like too cold is what it was called because too cold Scorpio was there. But um, that match, actually, that show, I was actually supposed to wrestle Eddie and uh, something happened, whether I had dates wrong or or I forget what it was, but that's the guy I wish I could wrestle. That's just the one that comes off, you know, off of my head. So, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other people. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it is. It's one of those things where if you're just in the car shooting the shit with everybody, you're like, Oh, I want to wrestle this person or, Oh, it'd be so cool if I could get in the ring with this person. And then when someone asks you, you're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, get, all, what? get all gun shy. Um, yeah. 
you know, it's always an easy answer and no one ever takes yeah. it. Just be like Kaya, she's right here. Like you yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man. I don't know. Nobody wants to come at her because she's sitting there with the the, the crown on. That's it's, it's, on. This Excuse is the me. distraction. You see, right. I have all of this illustrious <laughs> grandeur, so people yeah. like interact me, and then I just beat the shit out of them, and they don't yeah. know what themselves because they That's weren't the expecting trick. it. That's the trick. It is the trick. Everybody's like looking at my crown, and then I kick them in the head, and they're like, "Oh shit, wait." Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a question because we were talking about like dream opponents and I this is just something I think of and I didn't know if you've ever thought of this but if you had to have a Wrestlemania like main event entrance like what would you want to do for your entrance because like think of all the iconic Wrestlemania entrances oh, over geez. the years you know like Sean coming down from the ceiling and stuff like that like what would you want to do if you could do anything and, and you can't <laughs> say a throne made of skulls that's uh yeah. um i think i never really think of these things uh if i had to it'd probably be some like old western like yeah john wayne like badass entrance i guess like whether i'm right yeah that or like right off of a i mean brock lesnar kind of did it right at SummerSlam where he came out of the um case ih uh tractor which was sick but maybe it might be more john deere um i don't know coming off of a stagecoach i guess would be kind of sick yeah you're kind of like, like outlaw, outlaw manders yeah something like that but maybe instead of wrestlemania it'd probably be the tokyo dome for like oh, that would be awesome too i think that'd be cool my thing yeah do they we, really yeah. do like a sepia toned also because everyone does black and white but nobody goes with yeah the right aging film look yeah uh, Something like rugged, rugged or whatever. Maybe yeah. like something like Johnny Cash kind of thing. That'd be kind of sick. I don't know. Oh yeah, like Man in Black awesome or something. prison train and stuff going by first or yeah. whatever. That'd yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now we're on to something. <laughs> we're on to something now. But yeah, I think if I had to pick between, uh, like what event it would be, it would definitely be the Tokyo Dome. That's like New Japan would be like. Yeah. That's like that's like my WrestleMania. Not that, not that if WrestleMania was there, if I didn't take it, of course I'd take it. But if I had, to, if we're picking here, that's what I'd pick. So that's, it's. I think you would be a, and I mean certainly not uh, um, unprecedented for you know cowboys to be wrestling right. in Japan, but like it's not, not the usual. So you know you no. think you would stand out in a very positive way over there. Yeah, I think uh, obviously my influences of like, you know if. if if you don't know me, right? Like, and, and if you're, you're learning this now, right? Like then the people that do, like, they know I love all Japan pro wrestling and like the King's road style, which is, we can, that's a whole another rabbit hole we can get into, but like, uh, yeah, guys like Bruiser Brody, Dr. Death, Terry Funk, Hanson, like Abdullah, all those guys, like that's kind of like my, uh, cup of tea, I guess, or cup of coffee I'd prefer, but yeah. Those that would be the that'd be the thing for me. So did I send you that uh Stan Hansen match from uh, IWR in Puerto Rico against Carlos Colon? Oh yeah, we he's uh, just like going ham, and it's the, all the announcing is in Spanish, obviously, and the guy's just like like oh my oh cabeza 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 because <laughs> that's where the hits are happening. Did like, yeah. a, did like a trilogy, right? With yeah like, yeah yeah. Like, one was like a regular match, uh, the other one was like a bull rope match, and then the other mm-hmm. one was uh, a cage match. Yep. Um, Hanson was cooking. I've, I've seen 
I think Puerto Rico would be sick too. Um, oh yeah. Well, they still run, right? Like they're it's, still it's, running. It's bouncing back a bit. Yeah. I mean, obviously all yeah. the problems in, in Puerto Rico with uh, just the, right. the, the, all the difficulties they've, they've fa- faced on the Island. Like, so like for them to come back from that, but I'm, yeah, I'm seeing a lot more. I'm seeing clips posted, the two big promotions, uh, WWC and IWA, they're both still running pretty frequently. So. You know, I'd really like to see a resurgence. Probably, you know, was it was a backlash? Was there earlier this yeah. year? So I was gonna you know. say that uh, pay per view was pretty sick. The yeah. energy in that room was insane. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's People definitely are, like a hunger for it. Yeah. And there's something about Spanish announcing that like, oh, yeah. just sounds so much better than American announcing. Sometimes I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's the language. I don't know. Maybe I think it's just I think it's the people. They're just so yeah. like. So more emotionally invested. It always comes down to the people, yeah, the enthusiasm, and and I mean, I don't know. I always, and no offense, I to the uh, the English commentary guys on uh, AAA, but like, I love listening to Hugo Sabinovich on there because I mean, he has yeah, his yeah. catchphrases, he has his beats that he hits. Yes. Um, you know, I I don't know a ton of Spanish, but I I know like at least, uh, enough that I'm getting the gist of what he's saying. But even if I didn't, it's the enthusiasm is there. That's all you. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> Um, I actually met him at uh, MLW. He was there for a little bit, like the. Oh yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing him. Uh, he was and agenting was, or something. It was cool. It was cool, like to have him as an agent, and mm-hmm. you see like his like his gig mark scars and just like <laughs> yeah, right, just, right. Like it was just like it's so cool. Like this guy's sick. Yeah, he was awesome. It's very easy to think of, uh, especially like these announcers who've been doing it for so long and have become iconic. You know, and his of course his work at WWE for decades first. Yeah. But, you know, they so often have had history in the ring, you know, and it's, I mean, you know, going back to someone like Gorilla Monsoon, you know, it was just this yeah. really fearsome dude, at, like big badass in the ring. And then, you know, became this kind of cuddly announcer type. But like yeah. he, the reason he had that authority and fans were willing to, to, to take him on is because he had that credibility. So it's a pretty awesome thing. I got another guy for you. It just popped in my brain. I don't know why I didn't say it. It's uh Cause it's like, it's an elephant in the room for me, at least, uh, is Moxley. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel that's gotta happen, right? Like, yeah, I think, Revolver maybe. You yeah, know? I was gonna say, if Sammy, Revolver is Sammy watching keeps, this. Sammy keeps putting the carrot over me, so. It's <laughs> he keeps carrying it. Like, every, every show, he'll be like, oh, you know, maybe we do this. But, you know, he's been saying, he's been over three with Gringo, so we'll wait till Gringo Moxley first before it's me and him. It was kind of cool though to tag with him though. That's a. I was, was just gonna say you had the the multi man tag match. Yeah. Yeah, we did an eight man with him. It was, uh, me and the boys versus him, and it was, yeah, just to have like. So like, Moxley is a very successful pro wrestler, right? Obviously, and like to have like a guy that like says the same things like how we call matches or how we talk about matches or like influences or like what we like and like all that kind of stuff like to have somebody like up here on the echelon and like talk like that it like made us all like oh my god there's still hope there's still hope in pro wrestling like for for us because like sometimes like you'll and and this isn't me like i'm not shitting on anybody or shit talking or whatever but like sometimes like wrestling can be too choreographed and Mm -hmm. like kind of it kind of like drives me nuts and uh so just to have him and like hear how he was like talking with us about it it was like such a breath of fresh air and uh yeah that's the guy 
that's a guy I want to wrestle or be with. I don't know, you know, whatever. So, well, every time the, it comes up on Twitter, people seem to be like here for it. Like they want to see the match. Like it gets good engagement. It gets a good reaction. Like I'm, yeah. su I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. But I think that you know, we it talk will. maybe 2024. Yeah, it's in the cards for next year. I would imagine. I would be shocked if you don't have that match in 2024. Yeah, same. <laughs> but it'll be yeah. all right. We'll just keep trucking. We'd love to see it. So speaking of trucks, it's not a truck, but let's talk yeah. about this environment from which. Oh yeah, this. Uh, this, <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a it's a for you RV lovers out there. It's a Coleman 17. It's a it's, it's about 26 feet. Um, it's got a slide. Uh, when I when I bought it, um, so there's like I'm trying to think of all this. So I've, uh, you guys ever seen the Stone Cold like uh, A and E? Mm -hmm. Where like so, so he has a bunch of documentaries, right? And there was one he talks about where like he's like the WWF champion at the time. So it's probably like you know around. 2099 i don't know maybe earlier i don't know and uh he talks about how he's sitting in his double wide with like two cinder blocks on a tv and like just a cooler with beer and like just how much synergy he had with with the double wide and like austin's one of my favorite wrestlers and you know just like a lot of people right and uh Something hit me with that when he said that, because at the time I was like going through shit in my life. And then like, I knew I wanted to buy an RV anyway, because I'm kind of a nomad in a sense. And like, when that hit, it just like, all clicked to me and made sense, like to do it, like to do that and have that. So like having this RV is giving me some synergy. And just like, it's pretty awesome, I think. And uh it's interesting to hear those two words side by side, RV and synergy. They're not. Together. I know, it, <laughs> but I know sick, what you mean. And like, yeah. so you're in little corner of the world, almost. Exactly. You just yeah. Take your piece. It's, it's pretty awesome. And uh, when I when I bought it, right, like when I was going around, like uh, Camper World is what it was called, it's like a <laughs> RV um, dealership, and uh, they kept like showing me ones with bunk beds and stuff, and I was like, I don't need a bunk bed. Like it's it's like. <laughs> Like, it, I don't need it. So, like, I found one that has, like, a big bathroom. And it's got, oh, like, nice. a closet and, like, everything. And it's, it's kind of nice. So, it's been pretty sweet. There's some there's some things I need to still learn as I go. But um, having Sawyer, uh, who also has an RV. Uh, oh, wow. That's awesome. Which uh, is another reason probably why I got an RV, too. But, uh, <laughs> but um you're inspired. So yeah, do you have, have do you have do you have complimentary or matching RVs, or are they very different? No, they're 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 like they're pretty. They're all like pretty similar. Um, sure. Mine's like a little. I think it's like six feet bigger. Mm. It's 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 they're they're both really nice. So, um, having her around helping me out on certain stuff, like uh, mm -hmm. taking She's the better in the RV like, world. Yeah, right? she is yeah. a better in the RV world. You grizzled. <laughs> Grizzled, <laughs> grizzled so RV a, vet. Yeah, no, she I is because like she's been, she's she probably everywhere with it. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I was gonna ask that. Like, where do you do you go to campgrounds? Do you just Walmart parking lots? Because I know people do that. Like, like do you just? I haven't, I haven't done the, I haven't done the Walmart's yet. But yeah, 
Just hopping just around like on. campgrounds and stuff. Yeah. My uh my my stepdad uh had has like a actual R V where like you can drive it. Mine's like a travel trailer. Mm-hmm. Um so when he had it when he would come to Iowa like for football games and stuff, he would always like park it at Walmart and we would <laughs> hang out at Walmart and play cards and you know, after games. And stuff. Chill. Yeah. So, I'm sure that'll happen. I'm sure so, I'll like, park can, somewhere in Walmart. But the cool thing is like if you had to drive somewhere, I would assume you can just unhook it from your truck and like make your yeah. town and just go back to wherever your RV is for that home. Yeah, base. absolutely. Okay. And that, and that's what that's what I've been doing is uh I parked Smart. it at R V park and um just been living on the just living with it. Yeah. You're a highwayman. That's what that's what I am. That's, that's awesome. What I like to, that's what I like I to it. say I am. <laughs> well let's let's uh I'm sure you have the next town to get to, some things yeah. to do. Um so like we want to give you a chance to promote anything you have coming up, anything you wanna yeah. uh, you know mention to, to the viewers and listeners before the floor is yours. Yeah, so I mean, we only got like a month left of uh, this year. Um, this week, I'm in two two out of the three places I'm wrestling is in the Midwest. Um, Friday, I got AAW. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. Uh, that's a place where I I would, might see you. We'll see. Yeah, I hope way. so. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm leaving tomorrow, so maybe I'll see you there. We'll see. That was a that was a place I cut my teeth outside of SCW in Iowa. Um, Danny Daniels uh, trained Rollins, so Danny Daniels, the, baby. The the lineage of uh, that stuff, and um, so I'm there Friday. And that's in Chicago, and then I got Revolver the next day, which is in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool. It'd be cool to go back to Iowa. It's gonna be cold as hell. <laughs> um, bro, it's the, it's the season bro. finale for Revolver, right? Pretty big. <laughs> yes, show. the season finale. Uh, yeah. I think it's a six man, so it's it's me and. Me and the boys versus uh, this new fucking team called Red or whatever, some Sammy thing he created, but whatever. It's besides the point. And um, <laughs> they were gonna kill him no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screw those guys. Uh, and uh, and then the next day, I gotta hop on a plane and go wrestle in Brooklyn. So for GCW, um, mm. and then uh, I'll come back home. And then uh, literally in like two days after that, it's MLW on. Thursday on the seventh and, and Melrose, so I'm literally going back to where I w- was on the Sunday or whatever, and then uh, yeah, I think we're I think I'm in LA too the next day or two days later or something for GCW, and then uh, then I have a week off, which is crazy. <laughs> I know it's probably good for me though, and then um, and then we got the Atlantic City stuff, so oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the end kind of, of the year. that's kind of it in December, and then um, twenty twenty four is going to be sweet. Uh, at least the one thing I, I mean, there's a couple things I know. Uh, <laughs> I got St. Louis Anarchy in in January. They just announced that the dog collar match, so it's like the rubber match. Me and Mad Dog Connolly and keeps talking shit about how I'm a coward, so we're gonna <laughs> beat him at his own game, and then uh. I know home. in March we're we're going back to Germany, which is sick. I uh, I got to I won the qualifying match against uh, Axel, which is kind of crazy because he's like their guy. And uh, we're doing sixteen carat, which is kind of sick. So 
That's yeah. amazing. I'm I'm actually awesome. it, it's it's early days, but I am exploring the option of going out there to cover it for PWI. And people should. have been people have been urging me to do it for a few years now, so we'll we'll see. Hey, but yeah. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Dylan says can't wait for Manders versus Mad Dog. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dylan's cool. Dylan's like uh, Dylan's great. Dylan's like the highwayman of uh, fans. Like that dude's yeah, everywhere. Dylan all over. <laughs> Literally goes everywhere, and it's yeah. we do it for money, right? And for the <laughs> money and the glory, I guess. But he does it because he loves wrestling. That's, I mean, That's we 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 all love wrestling, right? But yeah. he's doing it without the money part, which is crazy. And uh, pure love of the game. I've known. Yeah. yeah, pure love of the game, and I've known uh, Dylan for a hot minute. So, and and your socials for so that people can see your twenty twenty four bookings graphic. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did one the other day where it was like a picture of me smoking a smoking a cigarette, and it was uh, it was actually at a prestige show in Montana, which was pretty sick. I never thought I'd wrestle in Montana, and uh, turned out yeah. like it was, was like four hundred. Yeah, it was like four hundred oh, people. It was crazy. Um, yeah, they don't ever get wrestling. They're probably like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" No, it was awesome. the okay. The bar scene was crazy. Me and Filthy Tom, we went to, uh, we went to like one of the Missoula bars, and um, like, so like you have like, like people in the bar, like you know, you know, doing bar stuff, right? Drinking, dancing, having a good time. But then in the back of the room, and all the bars, we went to like four, I think, and and every bar in the back of the room, there was like gambling going on so it's like all these old heads like playing poker i've never seen that i'm like i've, I've seen people in play movies, poker at a bar but like at, a, at like a did any of them weird, like grab you by the back of the head like, and drag you along the bar like or? hey we're gonna play poker it was wild i just was like back there i'm like what the hell is this it's kind of sick but uh no you can find me on uh twitter and instagram and facebook um at the one called underscore manders um if you want to buy some merch and stuff, uh, I got a big cartel uh, link in my socials. You click on those. Got new beanies coming out, so you should probably get those before it gets cold. Or it's already getting cold, but you should probably buy them. Help me out. Um, I think uh, T-shirt places is uh, Deathmatch Worldwide and uh, Pro Wrestling Keys um, as well. So, yeah. Cool. A lot of Cyber Week sales going on. Lots of cool. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get it. It's Monday, so. Yeah. Um, I'll put in a quick plug that there's going to be wrestling at uh, Constatter's in Northeast Philadelphia on, which is, bizarre. that's like an Oktoberfest-type bar. I don't think there's ever been a wrestling nice. event there. But I'm going to be there on Saturday taking photos for PWI. Come out and say hi if you see me. Um, Kaya, anything coming up you want to plug? Oh, man. I'll be at MCW in Frederick on the 9th of December. Yeah. I will be at I'm taking two weeks off for Christmas. I have to dog sit for my mom. So it's probably good though. I can uh, dog sit, make some new gear, chill for a little bit, ship some merch. Um, I will be at Restable. I'm wrestling for Blitzkrieg Pro there on the 20 or the 30th, yeah. I believe. And I got pretty stacked January. I'm going back down to action in January as well. Um, PWF nice. in North Carolina, I'm debuting there in January. So I'm super excited about that. Just going to oh, yeah. keep hustling, trying to cover as much ground as humanly possible. I personally would rather have five to 25 fans in every city in this country than have 500 in Maryland. So that's just me. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, watching Manders. Thank you again for taking the time yeah, thanks, out. Thanks, Manders. Oh, thanks for having me. To, to star in Bundit and Manders. Um, <laughs> as is the tradition, what we've been doing here, um, would like to give Kaya the last word here to share some witchy wisdom with our viewers and listeners. Kaya, take it away. I just busted out laughing because I just thought of what everybody found out I was a witch out in Iowa and was like freaking yeah. out. It freaked us out. And she's a witch. You didn't know she lives with you. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, let me myself together. It just made all me right. Good witch cool. and uh, witchy wisdom. Oh, good she witch. made I am really good cookies. I will say that. Make so that, was the, that was the that was the perk of having a witch at the Wrestle House. But they were poisoned because you know. I'm still living. I'm still ticking. So if it's if it's coming, let me know. <laughs> I made um, oh, oatmeal cream pies the last time I was out there. Homemade oatmeal cream pies, and they were fire. With slow-acting poison. Yeah, you love those. Yeah, even Crotch ate one, which is, like, rare, because, like, he just has very... Yeah, like, he doesn't he eat, like, He doesn't eat anything exciting. He doesn't eat anything except, like, chili and apples. That's it. <laughs> Chicken pot pies. We love crack. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> um... You were talking about manifesting, and I feel like I see that word get thrown around a lot these days. And I think the big thing here is you have to be focused in order to manifest. So whatever it is you want to manifest, you have to be able to shut your brain off, not think of anything else but what you want happening, actually happening. Like, And you have to think about it a hundred times like if you were trying to manifest for yourself a match with john moxley when you're laying in bed tonight like just turn your brain off and just imagine yourself walking out the curtain to have that match a hundred times it does it could just be like that three seconds but just doing that puts it out in the universe and because you're focused and it's repetitive it's strong um it's so easy to just like you know people say it's like oh just don't think of things and it's you know, it's harder than you think to just be focused, right? And not get yeah. distracted by your phone or distracted by a noise or whatever. But if you can get to that state where you're just so focused, it's such a powerful thing. And that's how you truly manifest what you want. So just pick whatever it is and imagine it happening a hundred times, like counting sheep. I like it. Yeah. I'll do that. Do it. And you're just laying in bed instead of counting sheep. You're just like counting like every strike in the match or whatever. I don't know. Whatever Counting down Moxley. I'll just have a count sheep and Smoxley's head on it. <laughs> I feel like we need a meme now for that. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Somebody make it, please. That'd be funny. Somebody, please. There were like the Simpsons, the Simpsons clip where it's like the sheep, they go to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just needs to be you going to look at him, but his head's on the sheep. There we go. It. We got the meme. I'm with it. I'm with There's it. There's a Simpsons meme for everything. Yes. Always. <laughs>